This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Minnesota Twins. I'm joined by Rhett Bollinger. And Rhett, uh, obviously, big shakeups uh, in the front office with the Twins, and, and we knew uh, Derek Falvey and, and Thad Levine were taking over. Finally heard from those guys uh, in the wake of the World Series. Uh, Falvey, of course, uh, maintained his role with the Indians uh, through their World Series run. Um, so we, we finally got to hear – you know, in, in real terms, their, their vision for this organization and, and uh, their, their long-term expectations. What did you take away from, from their press conference? Well, it was an impressive showing from both guys. Obviously very intelligent, uh, coming from uh, organizations that have won recently. Obviously the Indians, Twins had to wait until uh, you know, the World Series ended to announce Falvey, uh, who was assistant GM there for the last, I believe, what, nine years. Uh, Levine had been at the, uh, you know, with the Rangers for 11 years, and you know, it's been part of that front office. that went to the, the World Series in back-to-back years, like in 2010 and 11. Um, two guys, that, you know, are very, very familiar with uh, analytics, uh, advanced stats, of course, which will be important for this team. Um, kind of, kind of coming from an old-school organization, obviously, you know, Terry Ryan, more of a scouting background, uh, whereas these guys are a little bit more analytical. But at the same time, they both kind of said that the whole thing is kind of marrying the analytics and the, and the new stats with the old school, you know, kind of foundation of, of scouting and development. So um, it was a good sign. Obviously, this organization has a lot to kind of do to get back on track after losing 103 games. But um, the kind of ideas that they had certainly were kind of refreshing to hear uh, kind of new life uh, injected in this organization. And, and as I said, they definitely have a lot to do, whether it's fixing the minor league system to, you know, upgrading the front office to adding more people to it in terms of the analytics staff and department. Um, there's a lot to be done. Uh, but for that first kind of uh, press conference there on Monday, it was definitely a, a good sign of a new era for the Twins. Yeah, you talk about the analytical element, and you know, I, I think uh, just being based in Cleveland, I, I've dealt with Derek, uh, you know, going back a few years here, and I, I've seen how he kind of integrates the, the front office with the clubhouse, which is, of course, very important. I mean, you can have all the information in the world, but if you can't process it and make it digestible for your players, it's no good. Um, so that was even why he was important enough that he stayed with the Indians through, we, you don't, you don't see that much in baseball where an executive like that stayed, stayed with the club through the postseason run, even though, uh, you know, he had basically, uh, you know, agreed to or signed on to, to join another organization, but he was that vital. They felt, and he felt, uh, to that integration between the front office and, and the clubhouse and the preparation. So, it seems to me that the, the Twins were a team in, in need of marrying those two worlds, really. Yeah, absolutely. I think kind of the, the big word, the key buzzword from the press conference itself was the word collaboration. Um, I think yeah. the Indians are kind of famous for that as a front office that, you know, kind of had a lot of, a lot of people in that front office but kind of bounced ideas off each other. Um, Salvi's kind of role in Cleveland, as you said, was kind of to be that kind of that conduit between uh, the front office and the field management staff. You know, he, he talked with, you know, uh, Tito Francona, almost on a daily basis. Same thing with Mickey Callaway. 
uh, you know, these guys that are the coaches that, you know, obviously kind of relaying that information to the players, he was kind of there to kind of help explain that and kind of tell them what they've seen from the front office. Um, I think with the Twins, we'll see that too. We'll kind of see some of that where, you know, this front office will be in, in collaboration with, with Paul Motter and his staff. As we know, there's been some coaching changes. Uh, Tom Verdansky will not be back as hitting coach, uh, but Neil Allen as pitching coach uh, will be retained. And he's a guy that, you know, was you know, with, with the Rays organization for several years. So he kind of understands, too, the advanced statistics that could go into that as well. So I do think we'll see that. I don't know that it'll be Salvi himself this time because now he's the top guy. But I'm sure we'll see somebody kind of in that Salvi role uh, in, in Cleveland where they'll have somebody who will be in the clubhouse every day and be there to explain to the coaching staff and the players what it is the front office is seeing what they want to you know, have executed. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely an interesting kind of collaborative effort we'll kind of see here going forward with the Twins. Yeah, you mentioned Tom Bernanski is out as hitting coach, and it seems like uh, I'm sure there's you know multiple reasons behind a decision like that. But from the outside looking in, it seems like the the difficulty of a Byron Buxton or Miguel Sano to you know to really max out their potential. You know, Sano of course had the great rookie year, um, and, and in some ways took a step back in, in, in 2016. Buxton has struggled to live up to his potential, but it seems like the the Twins have to find better ways to basically you know, eke the most out of their out of their position player stats because they do have a strong system. They do have, you know, strong talent um, in that system that, that's integrating into the major league level, and I'm sure this is just part of that process. Yeah, exactly. I think the big thing, too, I think they'll kind of have to strengthen that minor league developmental uh, process in general and the coaching staff yeah. there just because, as you said, guys like, you know, Buxton and Sano, clearly when they got to the major leagues weren't quite major league ready, you know, even – Kepler had a nice month there and had a good rookie season, and Sano's had the most success offensively. Um, but we've seen that a little bit where these guys haven't quite been ready once they got there, and it is hard to develop guys and win at the same time, even at the major league level. Um, Brudansky is tough just because he kind of is credited with kind of building uh, guys' swings from, you know, Brian Dozier to Trevor Plouffe. He was kind of more of that era because he had worked at double A. He worked at triple A before he got promoted to the majors. So we worked with some of these guys as minor leaguers too, and I think Dozier definitely – credits Bernanski for kind of developing that power, uh, which is obviously a big surprise for Dozier to be uh, as much of a homer as he's become. So um, in that sense, it's tough, but at the same time, as you said, some of these younger guys haven't really clicked yet. Uh, I'm curious to see if they want to go outside the organization, if there's someone they've already kind of had their eye on, or if there's someone within the organization. Chad Allen has done a nice job as their AAA uh, hitting coach, and same thing, he's kind of worked with, with Buxton, some of these young guys, at least in the minor leagues, so there'd be some continuity there. But yeah, I mean, uh, a little bit of a shakeup there. But as I said, Neil Allen was kind of more of a surprise that he'll still be around. Um, I do think this new coaching staff will kind of – we'll see how it goes for the next year and then reevaluate after the season. All right, so so preview the offseason for me, Rhett. What do we expect out of the Twins uh, in terms of the free agent and trade market? It's hard to fully predict just because it's a new front office and obviously we've got, uh, you know, the feelings on the market and everything uh, like that. They both kind of said uh, – Levine and Sally both kind of said it's a lean market this year, especially in terms of – uh, not much starting pitching on the market in terms of the free agency market. Uh, so I think right now, from talking to both of them, I think this month, especially in November, I think a lot of it is going to be kind of spent preparing and even just kind of building up their systems and their databases and everything else internally and kind of kind of just kind of figuring out where they are internally as an organization as well because of the late start. Um, and then from there, I think they'll be kind of see a little bit more aggression. I think, if anything, it'll be more, uh, it'll be more trades than anything just because, like I said, the, the pitching is definitely the biggest – issue and, and addressing it via free agency is going to be pretty tough. Um, and as we know, catching is a top priority with Kurt Suzuki, a free agent. Uh, we've seen them link to players like Jason Castro. 
maybe a guy that kind of, um, you know, go for a, a catcher that's known for his pitch framing or his defense. I was kind of one of the, the weak links of uh, Suzuki during his time in Minnesota was his defense back there. Um, and at shortstop, you never know. I mean, Jorge Blanco is a young guy. They like a lot. It's a question mark if he can handle it. And obviously, as we know, they could trade Brian Dozier. I mean, Dozier is their top trade tip. Uh, it's a matter of, you know, is there a team out there that is willing to give up, you know, quality young pitching for Dozier uh, for a second baseman? Who's going to help run with that? We'll see. I don't know if I'm going to match or not, but it could happen. Um, and if that happens, obviously, that would kind of shake things up. So I do think that we're going to see uh, some trades, I think, this offseason. But any big splashes in free agency in this first year would really surprise me. I think, if anything, they're going to kind of build up this front office now, really do some kind of, you know, uh, look under that hood of that front office and kind of figure out what they need to do uh, to get this organization on the right track. But I, do, I don't think it's going to be one of those offseasons going to make a huge splash. The way they, they, you know, a couple of years ago, the way the Padres did with A.J. Preller, when he comes in and kind of shifts things up. I think this year's going to be more of kind of figuring out where they are as, as an organization, and then from there, uh, becoming more aggressive as they go along. Uh, one last thing, Rhett. Uh, uh, Falvey's press conference wasn't attended by just the media. It was also attended by Glenn Perkins. Uh, he's recovering from shoulder surgery. What's the latest on Glenn? Well, the good news is he's throwing. He's thrown about, I think, five times now as part of his program. Um, obviously, he had a torn labrum, uh, which is a surgery that definitely does not have a great success rate. But so far, throwing with no issues. Um, he's going to continue his throwing program for the next couple of months here. Uh, said he should be ready to go by spring training. Um, but even he said at 33 years old, he's not really sure how he's going to be when he comes back. Is the velocity going to be there? Uh, probably not going to be what it was, that's for sure. Um, he's got to kind of learn to pitch, you know, with maybe less velocity and see how he feels. Um, but good news is he's healthy right now in a sense that he's able to throw with no issues. Uh, the surgery was a success, even though it was obviously a complicated one and a tough one that I believe the labor was off the bone. So uh, the success rate isn't great, but uh, he's hopeful, and the Twins are obviously hopeful too because he's still, you know, is under contract for one more year plus an option for the year after that as a three-time All-Star. Um, if not, Brandon Kinsler at least is still there as a, an option as a, um, a closer. But they'd love to see Perkins healthy, and so far, so good. But like I said, it is definitely a tough success rate just because the surgery wasn't a tough one. All right, there you have it, the latest from Rhett. We'll continue to check in with him throughout the off season. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey.